What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of The Hard Count. We got a busy, busy time here in the NFL. I'm doing good. CJ, how we doing on this fine evening? All is well. A lot of news, man. Big day. Big past few days. <laughs> Big days for the Pats, baby. Out here. I, you know, CJ, I said this yesterday on Gen Z. I, I don't even know what to do with myself right now. <laughs> I've never... I've never even seen the Patriots spend money in my, uh, in my, you know, twelve plus years probably of being a fan. I, I don't know what to do with myself. I'm in shock. I, it's like culture shock for me. Yeah, it's wild. You know, Bill. You know, got all the bread, so it's about time he, you know, stop being cheap and start throwing that money out. You know what? I, I it was corny as all hell, but I care, and I can't remember who said said it. They said he's finally live, living up to his name, Bill Belichick. Oh, wow. Because he's shelling out the checks, bro. It was corny, but I yeah. said, you know what? That's I appreciate you, Bell. Yeah, that's a rough one right there. I, mean, I don't know if I <laughs> That's one of those dad jokes you just laugh yeah. off. Yeah, I don't know if I would have said that one. Hey, listen. <laughs> famous people are saying it. I'll, uh, I guess I'll just, you know, steal their jokes. But all right, before we get into everything, of course, you've got to shout out the sponsors one time for the one time. Um, so if you're into the betting world, make sure you go over to MyBookie, MyBookie.ag. Use code USN100. It doubles your first deposit. Actually, this month as well, um, if you use code USN and screenshot it on your first deposit, you are also entered into a David Montgomery signed jersey giveaway. So make sure you go and check out MyBookie for all of your betting needs. I'll say this every show till the season starts. Sell your house. And put all of the money on Yankees over 95 and a half wins, bro. I'm telling you, easy money right there. So I'll take like 10% of all your winnings because I gave it to you, but uh, I appreciate it. Next up, make sure you go over to RxHemp. RxHemp-USN saves you 10% on your entire order. Some good CBD creams over there. Stop you from feeling sore in the morning when you wake up. Bro, I might just... I might just have to get me some CBD cream, bro. I got my first uh, COVID vaccine shot today. Oh, a little, wow. a little sore in the arm, but you know we're we're, we're thriving. We'll we'll take a little soreness to you know get back to normal real quick. So you know you know how it is. CJ just signed to be the tight end number three for the pass per shot. Yo, yeah, listen, I think hey. I think you throw CJ out there. He's making a few blocks, catching some passes. Yeah, a couple red zone plays, I'll take it. Yeah. You know the vibe. Listen, a couple red zone. Couple of red zone plays get you paid. Yeah, that's a fact, bro. I'll take uh, ten catches for three touchdowns. Oh, easy money. <laughs> yes, sir, Alex. I have a subscription lifesaver for sure, as he said. Check sir. out RXM. Check out RXM. Then move over to teespring.com slash stores slash unwrapped. Make sure you go and check them out as well. That's where all our merch is at, baby. We got merch for unwrapped. We got merch for each individual show over here at the network. Uh, obviously, the hard count has our merch, uh, backstop banter, Gen Z, keeping it blunt, uh, ladies first, count the bucket. Basically, if you have ever seen a show on this network, they also have merch. So make sure you go and check that out and support your favorite content creators out here. And speaking of support, last but certainly not least, as I always say, the Patreon. Patreon slash Unwrapped Sports. Make sure you go and check it out. $1. You're supporting the team. $5. You are entered into a gift card giveaway. I believe we are still doing the gift card giveaway every month. Um, the Discord chat you get, and you also get 10% off the store that I was just talking about. And then, of course, $10. You get everything I just said, except the 10% discount goes to 20 And you get entered into that David Montgomery signed jersey giveaway, authenticated, and everything is beautiful. 
So make sure you go check it out. We got Corey in here already. Yes, Let's sir. go. Pats Nation in yes, BB we trust. But before we get into the excitement, that is the NFL free agency. You know how we've been starting off around here recently. We've been doing these top five lists. So I saw the list, CJ. I assume that means you're taking control of this. Yeah, yeah. First, so uh, I saw this from uh, Get Up this morning. Ryan Clark, he, uh, he dropped his his top five quarterbacks of all time. Caught a little flack. He had Mahomes at five. Maybe caught a, some discussion. I don't know whether if he really, you know, means that or, you know, just trying to say it for TV. You don't know nowadays with with the media. But, um, you know, it just it caught my eye. And I was like, you know, let me just let me see your perspective and see. Who do you have as your top five all time? Obviously, we know who number one is, so we just go from yes, two, sir. Two to five. We just go from number, two to five, you know. Number one, you gotta have Thomas Edward, Patrick Brady, the goat. Yes, sir. Number two. Ooh, I mean, you can start. You can start getting annoying. Yes, honestly, Alex. I might do this top five one day. Right, right. Next, our, yeah, next week. <laughs> you know, next week, I got yeah. the top five NAN plates of all time. That's I got out. If you think I won't, you're bugging. Uh, let's see. <laughs> I feel like you got to put Joey at two, Joe Montana at two. Uh, see, three. You know, as much as it annoys me because him and his big forehead, I think I'd go Peyton. Uh, read the defense unbelievable, even though he got carried in that last Super Bowl. Four and five, that's when you can really start getting into some real conversations. I I think as a pure quarterback, I would put Marino at four. Uh, okay. He, I mean, he obviously didn't have, you know, the championships and all that, like everybody else on this list has so far, but right. I, I think I'd still put him up there. And then five – Round it out. You know, it's hard because, you know, you can obviously go back in time with the Starbacks and, and Terry Bradshaw and all that. But, I mean, how does that correlate to the NFL in this day? It probably doesn't too well. And I might be crazy. I think I th- – no, you know what? I, I'm, I'm going to shock everybody. Nah, I'm not gonna shock everybody. All right, never mind. I was gonna, I was gonna be bold, but I won't anymore. I'll, I'll go Brett Favre. Go Brett Favre. All right, so my top three is is the same as yours, and then four, I have. Uh, I was gonna go with Drew Brees. See, I was gonna go with Drew at five. Yeah, I was gonna go with Drew Brees. Uh, I like, I like Marino, as well. It's a good pick. Unfortunately, he wasn't able to get that that bowl. That's that's the one that just that's the asterisk that they're always gonna hurt him when you talk about comparing these guys. But I'm going with I'm going with Rogers four. And then I'm going Breeze five. Okay. I, I respect it. I, you know I got I got Rogers sitting right outside the top five right now. I think I think maybe, you know, like two more years. Yeah, if, he gets, if he gets one more, I mean honestly if he gets one more I, I know it might sound crazy. I, I think I would bump him out of, of I think I'd bump Peyton out of three and put him there. If he gets another bowl, I mean, they're even on that end. I think Rodgers is obviously the greater, you know, talent, you can say. But I I, I don't hate the Rodgers at four. I think, 
yeah. I mean, is it disappointing that he didn't win more? Uh, yeah, of course. But you're playing in the NFL. It's a little, it's a little difficult to just easily win all the time. So, right. old school but, guys, they probably go, at, they probably go at Elway. Elway was kind of similar to Rogers back in his day. Mobile, make plays up. No, the I didn't even think of Elway. I can't. I like. I'm not. I can't even sit here and lie. I kind of <laughs> forget. You know, I do like Elway though. I just feel like, like you said, Rogers, like this ability to roll out the pocket, make plays, crazy arm. Um, you know, yeah, has you know, it's been a while since he's gone to the Super Bowl, but you know, they've been to the conference championship game. They've been right there the last few years, so um, they could just try to get consistent when it's time. Only they gave him one more receiver. <laughs> oh, hopefully, hopefully they do something this off season. Well, let's get into that off season because let me tell you something. Might not be the best off season for everybody, <laughs> but for these two boys right here, and I know Corey, if you're still here in the comments, it's you. It's been good for you as well. Corey dropped his top five. He got Brady, Manny, Montana, Marino, Elway. I respect it. I respect. Oh, that's a hot take right here. Steve Young better than than Rogers. It's bold. Bold. Rogers has what three MVPs? Uh, yeah. Super Bowl MVP obviously got that it's good, one. But it's a good comparison. It's a good comparison. It is. I like that one. That's not bad. But let's get into the free agency because this is what everybody is here for. We'll start it off. You, you have to start it off with the Patriots. Am I right? Yeah. I mean, like I said to begin the episode, I've never seen this any, this in my entire life as a Patriots fan. They decided to uh, jump in right away. So we'll go over some of their signings. Uh, so far, they started it off with the bang. Jonu Smith, uh, tight end, came over from the Titans. Love that. Then, today, they went over and got Hunter Henry as well. Maybe run a little two tight end set, a little throwback to Gronk and, and Aaron Hernandez. Am I saying that either one of these two players are good as them? No, but I'm saying that's what they're going to try to recreate. Then, a signing that I didn't see coming with Matthew Judon. Yeah. Coming over from the Ravens, I love that one as well. Uh, they got Jalen Mills coming over from the Eagles. They have him listed as a safety, so I think he's kind of like a safety DB hybrid type of person. Uh, Kendrick Bourne came over from the 49ers, a wide receiver, and Nelson Aguilar came over from the Raiders, kind of re- revitalized his career. So as Alex has said, the Patriots turned off the cap. Goodell says they're under investigation per Shafter. Of yeah. course they are. Patriots do good. Everybody want to investigate. That's but, what it feels like. It feels like, yeah, they just turned off the cap in Madden. Just copped everybody. Uh, you know what? I, I've, I've never been less upset about something in my life. Um, but I, I think we, I think we'll break down each one of these, you know, these signings. But I'm kind of curious, just you know, to start off the conversation because I think I have my pick. What's your favorite signing? I like, I like the Hunter Henry signing. Definitely, just for the fact that uh, there was a time before he got hurt, he was a top five tight end. Uh, I think he'd be a great red zone threat. Um, John o. Smith also, that's probably like 1A, 1B, just because we haven't had any tight end production in the last two years. So uh, just for a guy that – and, and the, the quarterback's best friend is a tight end. So for, for Cam, who was not great from short to intermediate routes at times, you know, you could pass it to a, you could pass it to one or two of those guys down the field in the seams. Josh McDaniels does a great job of scheming up plays to get those guys open. Um, and then in the red zone, 
it's you know it's a big time threat having both of those guys out uh, on the field. You don't know what the, you don't you don't know what they're going to do. They can run the ball. They could do play action. And then Cam is also you know he could also run the ball as well. So just so many options down there in the red zone. I think it just opens up the offense. And as long as Cam is healthy and he can just make the right plays and and not get ahead of himself and just make the right read, make the right pass, and let those guys get the yards after catch, um, I think it's going to be successful. Yeah, he's. Devin Asiasi has certainly left the chat. It's tough. He got drafted in a weird year. I mean, rookies usually don't usually don't shine, and on the on the Patriots, it's really weird that you that you see. Other than like you know Gronk, you know McCordy had, had some good years, but um, it just it just takes time. And then that offense coming in a COVID year, it, it was it was going to be tough. Yeah, as Corey lists here, you know, twenty twenty they had. They had Devin Asiasi. They also drafted Dalton Keene. They signed Jordan Thomas in 19, signed Lacoste in 19, Benjamin Watson in 19, Eric Tomlinson, and they drafted Ryan Izzo in 2018. I mean, not a single one of those names are resonating, and if any of them would have, it, it's Benjamin Watson. But if this was, you know, maybe 10 years ago, Benjamin Watson, we would have had something to talk about. But uh, definitely not um, what you want to see if you are the Patriots. But – it's all being fixed. Uh, you know, you kind of stole my thunder, CJ, because I thought you were going to go with John New Smith 100%. So I was going to end up going with Hunter Henry, but you picked him first. So I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna say I'm going to say it as well, though. Uh, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it makes me weird, but I've always been a really big Hunter Henry fan for some unknown reason. Uh, I know that he's had, you know, some some injury issues uh, his, his past few years, but I think when he's on the field, he really does have the potential to be a very, very good tight end. And then, you know, you know, Corey, that is a great point. The Judon signing is interesting. Like, I, the, all these other people I could – I understood. Like, I, I knew that I could kind of see it coming. But when they – when I saw the things that they were in on Judon, I was like, where where did this one come from? Right. And don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that in a negative way because I am very glad that we have another pass rusher – uh, they also re-signed Dietrich Wise, who you know did did some things last year. Um, nothing, yeah, nothing crazy. Yeah, he's yeah, he's, he's mid. He's yeah, mid. Yeah, he he knows how to contain. He doesn't really. He's a more of a coverage sack guy. He's not a guy that could you know has a array of you know pass rush moves to get to the guy. So it was a good re-signing. You need depth. Exactly. But I loved the signing of June. And like I said, I saw that. I did not see that one coming. It was it was kind of out of right field for me. So I thoroughly enjoyed that. But Let's go down, you know, each signing that they've made so far. And I guess we'll start off with, you know, just the name that we started, you know, to show off with, with Johnny Smith. Um, you know, believe it or not, Bill kind of said that I think he I think he said he was like the best tight end after the catch and, you know, one of the premier tight ends uh, in the entire NFL, which I didn't even know he had said those things until he got signed. And, I mean, hey, if – if Bill's going to trust you that much, and especially to give you him, you know, the four years, I believe it was fifty million dollar contract. That's obviously saying something uh, about him. And, and here's my thing, and here's where I'm going to give Bill a lot of credit. Um, we've obviously talked on this show. I've talked on other shows. I think every Patriots fan has kind of acknowledged the Patriots can't draft skill positions. Like it's not a thing. You know, Corey just listed off all of those tight ends that we've drafted. Uh, we obviously saw Nikhil Harry isn't shining. We picked Sony Michelle over Nick Chubb. I mean, there's been some questionable things that Bill's done at the wide receiver position, and he kind of finally just said, screw it. He said, you know, I have all this money, and 
I'm going to start writing some checks out. And you got Janu, got Hunter Henry, Nelson Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne. I mean, he, he finally did his thing. But, like I said, back to Judon. Uh, not Judon. I was reading the comment. Um, back to Janu. I, I love it. You know, like you said, we haven't really had a tight end production for a minimum two years. I'm going to extend it and kind of say three to four or or those last like season and a half where Gronk was there because he definitely wasn't you know what he used to be. Yeah, uh, I read it off yesterday on Gen Z that I think the the best tight end on the Patriots last year had like 300 yards receiving. That's <laughs> you're just not getting it done. And actually, I was watching uh, Cowherd today, and they had somebody on, and I I believe the Patriots had only targeted in the last two years or last year their tight end in the red zone twice. That's where they're supposed to make their money, if we're being honest. 100%. And and they certainly haven't been making money. In fact, they've they've basically been bankrupt. So Johnny Smith coming in is going to take care of a lot of that. You know, I was watching some of his highlights and things like that. He's great after the catch, like Bill said. So Johnny Smith is is easy A plus for me. Yeah, very you know, uh, very limited offense. Not limited offense, but more run heavy offense in Tennessee. So um, didn't really have an opportunity to really showcase all of his skills. And you have a guy like A.J. Brown, Corey Davis was making plays for them as well um, last year. So Evan Lazar. Evan Lazar still hearing the Patriots could add another wide receiver. Lots of guys still on sign because the money they want isn't out there. Would expect top of the market free uh, agents or receivers to get paid. Bothers myself for one-year deals. Corey is reporting to us fresh off the presses from Evan Lazar. So, hey, yeah, Evan Lazar, more yeah. good news. Yeah, very credible source. I watch him, uh, Patriots, Patriots Press Pass, does a, does a really good job over there with his podcast. So, um, yeah, I think, again, it potentially could we get another guy? The free agent market for wide receivers is pretty low. I thought guys like, we'll talk about, I thought some of those top guys would get signed already. Uh, for Bill, we, we know we know Bill. Bill usually has success with, with, with some of these free agent wide receivers, you know, Welker, Amendola, um, you know, Brandon Lloyd played solid uh, a couple few years ago back in the day. You know, he he has more success with the free agent guys, as like you said, as opposed to drafting guys. So um, I feel like a lot of those guys have a chip on their shoulder. And, you know, Bill likes those guys with some edge and a lot of people that are doubted and uh, just want to make a name for themselves as long as they buy into the system and uh, do the right things, make the right plays. McDaniels, Bill, they're going to put them in the right positions to succeed. So uh, same thing for John o. Smith as well, man. I mean, he obviously got the most money. Um, and, and when it comes to pass catching out of the tight end position and, you know, we expect a lot from him. Cam loves throwing the tight ends. He had a great relationship with Greg Olson back in Carolina. So uh, I'm looking for a success here um, this next season. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, we'll move over to the other tight end because as Corey kind of said earlier on, oh, wrong one, uh, the 12 personnel, that's kind of what they're going to run. Uh, and, you know, like I said, also you're kind of throwing it back to the Gronk Hernandez era. Like I said, Either one of these are that level of talent, but that's what you're trying to replicate for sure. So how do you feel about the Hunter Henry signing as well? Because that one also kind of shocked me only because we got Janu. So I was like, oh, we're done at tight end. They're obviously not going to sign another one. And then I was driving to work today and my friends were like, oh, they got Hunter Henry as well. And I was very confused for a, for a quick second. So how do you feel about the Hunter Henry signing? Very surprised. I saw my phone too. I was like, Hunter Henry too? Like, word? He's he's pulling up to Foxborough. And that's when I put the, the story out on my on my IG. 
I was hyped, man. Like I said, I feel like, like you said, that dual tight end did great for us. Um, and like both of those guys get yards after the catch. That's very key. That's something we didn't have last year. A lot of the, a lot of our pass catchers didn't have the ability to, to break tackles, let alone create separation. So um, you get two guys in the seams. It's very tough to to put. You can't put your best corner on those guys. Um, nine times out of ten, you have a, a nickel or a safety um, that's going to play one of those guys. Who are you going to double? So it, it just creates a lot of mismatches and. And it just opens up to the creativity for Josh McDaniels next season. Let's see, you know, he's supposed to be he's supposed to be a wizard on offense. You know, this is second year without without having Brady in the center. Let's see how great you are um, scheming up plays and getting these guys open um, going forward. So I like I love the Henry move. I was uh, yeah, like I said, I was shocked, but I'm definitely happy he's on the squad. I thought he'd probably go to a team like the Jets or Jacksonville, but you know, he probably get some more touches. But he obviously, you know, buys into the system. Bill talked Bill talked highly of him as well. Uh, when New England went up against the Chargers uh, last season. And I think that definitely played a factor. Um, and like I said, let's get it, man. Like I said, Bills, you know, they got they got that AFC title, AFC East title last year. But, you know, we come in, we had, not, we had seven wins last year, you know, with a quarterback that threw eight passing touchdowns. So, And, and with a team that you get the ball bouncing the right way, it wins a lot more than seven games. I mean, just going back on it, Seattle, that play at the goal line, Probably not the best play call of all time. Uh, the fumble against the Bills that Cam had. Um, the, the game against – what game did, was Cam out? Oh, against the Broncos when it was like 16 to, or 18 to 12, 16 to 12. I mean, disgusting as well. I, bad, st- I still say to this day that they beat the Chiefs if they had Cam. Um, it, was, it was close. It was close to the second half. You know, Hoyer, you know, he is what he is. Yeah, so – there, there, there were definitely some, some. I mean, they lost seven points to the Texans as well. So, there were, there were some winnable games, and it, it's going to be interesting. And, and you know, one of the underrated things I think about both of them is, is that they can both block. And you should kind of expect that uh, from a tight end that Bill wants to go after, because you're going to need to block in that offense, 100%. especially when they want to go heavy. What makes me excited, honestly, about getting both of them is the thought of the play action now. Uh, because I think that people are going to be so worried about covering the middle of the field. Because like, like Corey said, the Patriots love mismatches, especially in the middle of the field, and I couldn't agree more with that. You obviously saw it with Gronk, always on those seam routes. So, you know, having both of them on the field, you know, maybe on opposite sides sides of the field, you, you line up and, and you run the ball a couple times, get get some yards if they, if they can, and then – you obviously hit him with the play action down the middle of the field to the to either one of those two tight ends or maybe Aguilar down the middle or down the sideline. So, uh, you know, I was very excited for baseball season, and I still am. I'm very excited for football again. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully, I hope I hope Devin Damian Harris can stay healthy. I mean, I feel yes, like he, had some, he had a lot of flashes last year. He looked really well, played really well in a couple hundred yard games. Um, you know, he runs hard, runs forward. Sonny Michelle, I think that'd be a nice one-two back. Uh, fortunately, probably won't be able to keep James White. Um, so if we could we be able to get a scat back that could, you know, do some of the things that he did, uh, you know, for so many years, clutch, you know, big-time catches out the backfield, you know, just one of the, one of the best. Falcons uh, Super Bowl. Yeah, just one of the best pass-catching running backs of all time, in my opinion. So, um, you know, if we get somebody like that to replace him, hopefully, you know, I Guy like Curtis Tanner would probably be a good, great fit. You know, he could split out wide. He could play in the backfield, doing more suited things. Haven't heard a, a real market for him right now in terms of teams that are interested. So, 
Um, you know, if we could snag him up for a one-year deal, prove a deal. Yeah. Def yeah. sign a running back or, you know, like I – and this is another thing. Like, this is all happening before the draft. Yeah. So. Got 11 picks in the draft. I, I Like, I, I, I ain't mad. I ain't mad. It is okay for White to go. I, I, I love White, obviously, but, I mean, I don't think Cam is a big – Go to the Bucks. I that's the rumor. That is the rumor. Why so, not? I mean, hey, you want to go catch passes from Brady again? I also wouldn't be mad at you. This is a good question from Alex. Do either of you want to see Fournette or Carson in New England? It's Carson. Uh, Fournette. You yeah. you can, you can keep Carson like you can. Uh, I I wouldn't mind Fournette. I know Corey's not a fan of Fournette. I saw him talking about it in the, in the chat earlier. Uh, before you know earlier on today, but. I don't know. I I just like what Fournette proved. I think behind you know a solid offensive line, which he would probably have in New England, even though they lost Dooney. I mean, they they got Trent Brown back, so I would not mind Fournette. I don't like like I said, Corey is not a fan bringing out the big no, but I don't know. It, it kind of intrigues me. Yeah, I'm a fan of Fournette. Um, I would like to hear his, I would like to hear his reason and why. I didn't get a chance to see that in the chat, but. Uh, again, he made some big time catches in the playoffs. You know, a touchdown against the Saints. More than paying more than three dollars to Fournette or three mil. I mean, I, I feel like he proved himself last year. Um, I feel like he's always been a really good back. You know, was he was he better than McCaffrey and Dalvin Cook? You know, but um, in his draft class, but I feel like he's still right there, one of one of those you know mid level backs who you know has an opportunity to make plays, break tackles, definitely improve his uh, pass catching ability. Get him on a one-year deal. Like I feel like he's better than any Patriot running back right now, so I'm, that's why I'm also a little curious as to why Corey doesn't want him. I'm sure that he's typing out his explanation right now. I can almost guarantee <laughs> it. But um, he said, "Go look at his playoff stats. Go look at playoff stats for Michelle. How did that go for us?" Hey, listen, I was never a big believer in Michelle, so you don't gotta you gotta tell me nothing about Michelle. But we'll move it on. Yeah, Michelle we'll is more about durability. It, no. That is another thing. He could never stay healthy. So, so we'll we'll go to the other side of the field real quick with uh, the Patriots. We'll go over to Matthew Judon. Like I said in the beginning, kind of the signing that came out of nowhere, but I am also not mad about it. We haven't had a pass rusher since Chandler Jones left. Uh, definitely a premier one to say at least. So uh, Judon, I believe, had uh, like seven and a half, eight and a half sacks last year. Uh, so nothing crazy, but I think that this is definitely, you know, an upgrade at, at the position for sure. So I'm happy to see what Judon can do, especially in a Belichick system where, you know, you're probably going to get some mismatches and, and there are some other, you know, players on that team that can cause problems. Like we said, Dietrich Wise is definitely not a great pass rusher, but he causes some problems. Uh, they also signed, uh, uh, Another, I think they sound like two defensive tackles, you know, nose tackle type of things. One from the Dolphins and and one from somewhere else. I can't exactly remember right now. So Henry Anderson from the Jets and uh, Deshaun Goldshaw, Devon Goldshaw from Miami. Yeah, so got two new, you know, D tackles. Maybe cause some pressure up the middle. Uh, Judon coming off one side. Maybe you have Wise on the other side. Maybe you draft somebody at that position as well. So. I like the Judon sign. I have no complaints with it. Um, I don't even think they overpaid him either, which a lot of people were – I've seen – you know, here's the thing too. I don't know if it's just Patriot hate, 
or like people <laughs> actually think it like every comment you see about what the Patriots have done in free agency or like these contracts are terrible. But I'm like, what contract are you guys looking at? Cause I don't know how any of these contracts can be looked as bad. Like Janu and, and Henry might have been the slight overpays, but like you have the money and you haven't had tight end production in three years. So I'll, I'll take an overpay. Exactly. Exactly. A lot of, and a lot of those deals, you know, we don't know that we don't know that the contract details. So, you know, of course, of course, people, people are looking to say something about, about New England. That's cool. That's cool. But at the end of the day, <laughs> but at, the, at the end of the day, I, I like the Judon move. I mean, I'm expecting around like 10 sacks, you know, around, around 10, 11 sacks. Um, you know that D that D line obviously needs some work. Not not going to bring back Lawrence guy. Doesn't look like bringing those two defensive tackles in that you just that you just talked about. Uh, Chase Winovich was our best pass rusher. John Newton Henry only counting twelve mil against the cap this year. Yeah, I actually saw something that I didn't even know that. So I so, think yeah, if you thought that was crazy, listen to this one. I saw on Twitter today that I think Johnu Henry. Um, Judon, Aguilar, and somebody else counted a total of thirty-one point eight mil against the cap this year. Thirty-one point eight mil against the cap this season. That's it. Wow. Yeah. That's, That's so, what I'm saying. Bill, Bill knows how to finagle. The, he knows the system, man. He knows the system. I mean, he's been cap is expected to be two fifty mil in the next four to five years. Hey. I wouldn't doubt that with the with the amount of money the NFL gets from these TV deals, I'm not going to be shocked when it when you know it's it's ungodly amounts of money what the cap is expected to be. But my bad, keep interrupting. CJ, go on. Yeah, and then you know sooner sooner or later, you know these NFL they're going to start doing deals with some of these streaming services as well. You know um, that's that's going to be the way uh, going forward. You can already see it. You know, NFL, they, they kind of have like a league pass game pass type thing, but it's not to the level as like, you know, Amazon prime. That's why they've been working. So well with Amazon, you start to see these live games on, um, on prime video. So Twitch, Twitch, Twitch as well. Yep. They've had some Twitch things. You see, they dive in with Nickelodeon too. So, um, you know, they're, you know, they're trying to explore and evolve, which is cool. But, <laughs> but I just think that, yeah, Judon, Judon was good. Jalen Mills, uh, I mean, you know, there's there's some times where he it depends it depends it depends. So here's the I thing. I think right? he, I think he's the backup Chung. Backup, like I feel like Deron. I feel like he's like Deron Harmon to play. Exactly, yeah, play that is exactly yeah. what I think it is, and I, and I don't mind that at all. At all, yeah. Because so, I feel like Chung is good to miss at least three games a year. Yeah, yeah, he has struggled. He has struggled with durability um, over these past few years for sure. I think. Here's, here's the thing, right? What, you know, and a lot of people are knocking the moves. Um, we're going to talk about the wide receivers. Of course. Okay. All right. So I'll I'll, 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 I'll wait for that. But I feel like, you know, they're knocking the Jalen Mills move. My, my guy EJ hit me up. Was like, yo, Jalen Mills gets toasted all the time. And and and, and that's a, and that's a fact. Like, you know, he definitely did have some moments where he, he was getting toasted. But again, like I said, Bill. The the difference. The difference is Bill's going to put. This man Corey loves his stats. Jalen Mills was among the most versatile cornerbacks in the yeah, NFL. He's our analytics guy, man. Yes, no. Corey is our analytics guy. If you ever want analytics or need some stat, ask Corey. He's, he's kind of like the the database, or he'll find it out for you. So uh, he ranked he ranked second among qualifying DBs, and 
I don't even, bro. Like, I'm gonna be real. I don't even know what CPOE is. And that, but it was negative twelve, and he was third in pressure rate at twenty percent. So hey, second and third in, in whatever the hell CPOE is, Corey. Oh, okay. Completion percentage over uh, expectation. Okay. Yeah. See that. See that's that. Yeah, that's yeah. some. That's that advanced like. He's very good at 65 degree weather when it's raining and there's yeah. one cloud in the sky kind of stat. But <laughs> listen, if you rank high in it, people are gonna, you know, say you're good. So hey, yeah, I'm all Bill, good with it. Bill's Bill's gonna put those guys in positions to succeed, man. And if and if they don't play well, you're not gonna play. Like that's the thing. Like that's the thing with Bill. He's not gonna force you to play if he's not gonna force you in the lineup if you're not if you're not doing your job. I mean, he's cliche, you know, you know, he's an old guy, so you know. Of course, he, he keeps it. He keeps it old school. So he just says, "Do your job, man. Like, do what we ask you to do. If you do what you ask you to do, if, if you do that, then we'll open up more opportunities for you. And that, and that's exactly what's going to happen. That's exactly what's going to happen. So uh, if Jalen Mills does that, then he could he can make some more plays. Um, I'm not. We're not. I'm not expecting. I'm not expecting him to guard the best wide receiver on the team. Like <laughs> that's not what we're looking at. Yeah, and Corey says he also allowed the lowest red zone completion rate in the NFL. So hey. That's, that's good. That's, uh, that's, 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 a, that's, that a, that's a number I could rock with. You know, that's that's when it comes down to you know scoring, putting points up. So if he's a guy doing that. Uh, you know, being physical, uh, getting some PBUs. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm with that. Mills, Chung, and Duggar, they can be super versatile. That yes. is true because they're all they're all kind of like the Swiss Army knives of the Patriots. All right, now I know you wanted to talk about the wide receivers, but now that we're talking about defense, real quick, I need somebody. To, I, Corey's gonna yell at me. I'm ready for that. Whatever. Now, if we, I think with the money is definitely possible. So, you sign Judon, you sign Mills. You know, High Towers coming back, Chung's coming back. You sign the two new D tackles. Is it crazy that you say, "Listen, I know we wanted to trade Gilmore, but"? Look at what we've done. Let's keep Gilmore another season. Have him opposite of J.C. Jackson. You get you get High Tower back. Now you might be looking at the best defense in the league with an with an offense that's actually decent with the weapons that they've acquired. Is it crazy that you don't trade that you don't trade Gilmore anymore? Yeah, yeah. I've thought about that. I mean, you know, he's 07 mil this year. Um, you know, had a down, had a had a down year last year. I think he still made the Pro Bowl, which was. I uh, I think he did. I know he got injured toward yeah, the end yeah. of the year as well, but he got injured. But you know, I think he's thirty one, so he's still good. Um, I think you know, just restructures deal, maybe make it like a two year deal. You know, incentive base. You know, a solid signing bonus. Um, you know, like I said, you know, it doesn't hurt to have him. I feel like he's still he's still a, a really good number one corner to have. J C Jackson had a you know a big a big time year um, last year. Just he's turning the ball over. That's it's something rare for, for him. He's always able to get pick interceptions. When those 50-50 balls up, he seems to always get the um, get the interception. So, you know, he had a he had a great season last year. Um I think it only it's only only up for him. So having like you said, having those two guys and having the versatility of the three guys that Corey just alluded to um on, on that on that back end, it, it's it definitely definitely looks it definitely looks promising. It looks promising. But the key thing I'll say this so it's just about a lot of so these phrases I'm, I'm happy about the phrases signings, right? But it's also about how can Bill, how, how will these players adjust to the like you know the Patriot way, you know as they call it, you know Cam 
Cam really, you know, he didn't go too deep into about it when he was on the podcast, but he just, he talked about, you have to have a certain mentality, bro. You have to like, it's just, it's football all day, nonstop, like, you know, 24 seven. So if those, like I said, if those guys buy in, you know, it's, it's, it's only, it's only up. Um, if not, then, you know, they're going to, they're going to struggle and, and, and miss, miss the opportunity to, you know, get on the field as much as they would like. So if I'm really just hoping those guys buy in. Um, I, I don't see why not. I mean, most of those guys that's that are coming in, you know, they're, you know, they're being coached by the greatest ever. So, uh, you know, if they want to have success and, and win some ball games, just buy into the system and do what you got to do. Yeah, like I said, I'm not uh, I'm not against it. I would I would thoroughly enjoy it, in fact. But like you said, let's get into those two wide receivers, Kendrick Bourne and Nelson Aguilar. Um, I won't lie, I definitely know more about Aguilar. Uh, my brother's actually an Eagles fan, so I had to hear about him those those years with the Eagles, uh, dropping passes and everything like that. Uh, but I'm I, I'm excited, and I'm not getting my hopes up as well, though, because I mean, you look at both of them; they're solid. I mean, they're nothing, you know, absolutely crazy. Uh, Corey chimed in, like I said, J.C. Jackson, Jonathan Johnson drafted Joe Juwan Williams. In the second round a year ago, it's it's time for him to step up, see what he can do, def add another young cornerback. Yeah, like I, I, I still think that Gilmore is gonna get traded, but I like I said, I definitely would not mind him staying. So I know Corey is a big is a big born fan. Huge yeah. fan. In fact, Corey, we should have had you on. If you're not busy, feel free. Um but yeah, I, I definitely know more about Aguilar, like I said. Uh yeah, and it's kind of crazy, actually. I feel like a lot of people realize that he had a good year last year, and he actually had the most drops of his career last year. He had eight. So definitely something to work on uh, still. But like I said, this this is something that the Patriots haven't really had. It's speed. He can take the top off of the defense. He can let those people work underneath, like in Edelman, like Smith, you know, like Hunter Henry. So I, I'm, I think I'm more excited about Aguilar just because I know more of him. Uh I believe Bourne had about like 800 something yards last year. That's basically more than I think any Patriot wide receiver had. So realistically, both of them, both of them are probably better than any Patriot wide. Actually, not probably. They're both better than any Patriot wide receiver we had last year. Uh, now you kind of can move Jacoby Myers into the, like that three, four wide receiver position instead of him being your number one, which even if you love Myers to death, I think we can agree at this stage right now, that's where he belongs. So it's I'm I'm excited as Corey brings out the Bourne stats: 2018, 16 games, 42 catches, uh, 487 yards, four touchdowns. Uh, 2019, he had 44 targets, 358 yards, five touchdowns, and then this past year had 49 catches, 667 yards, and two touchdowns. So. And as Corey's saying, Bourne is a red zone problem and does everything well, nothing great. Hey, at this point, I'll take well. I really will. So, uh, CJ, what do you think about these two wide receivers? Which one are you more excited about, you know, one than the other? Or what are just your thoughts? Yeah, both of those guys are situational wide receivers. That's exactly what they are. You know, everybody's talking about how, oh, look at all the money that we gave them. Like, I, like we just talked about. It's not. It's not as much as you know. The the, the tweet says that Shefty and Rappaport say it is, because we don't know the details and, and things like that. So both of those guys are situational, like you said. Aguilar is a deep threat. 
when it's time to you know push the ball down the field, he'll be out there, um, and he'll he won't he won't he'll get he'll get limited snaps, he'll get limited plays, and again, if he's successful in those plays, um, he'll play. Look, I got like Philip Dorsett, who wasn't who wasn't that great, but he has some really good moments pushing the ball down the field. You know, Brady pushed the ball down the field when when he was open, trusted him. Sometimes he he messed up a little bit, but I feel like he's gonna be that type of that type of player for for the Patriots, and and for Bourne. Like similar to maybe like a guy like Chris Hogan, again, red zone guy, not the fastest guy, could block a little bit, physical, um, you know, big time on third, big time on third down, can make can make the plays, and that's that's what we need. We need we need clutch pass uh, pass catchers, and I feel like you get a guy like Bourne. Bourne should be open a lot more because those seams should be clogged up because of the two tight ends that we just acquired. So, um, you know, whoever whoever's out there should should make should make plays, should make some plays, and uh, and Aguilar, yeah, he did he did he's he's known for drops. Um, but again, if he if he's training camp, he's dropping the ball. He's not going to play. He's not going. Bill's not going to play him. He's not going to force him on the field just because. So um, he has to step up. I'm sure he. I'm sure he knows that, and I'm sure he wants to. He wants to prove that. And um, everybody knows the narrative around him. So um, if he could step up and have a, have a big year for us, that 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 would be big time. So I'm rooting for those guys. Obviously, I, I like the born pickup. You know, Corey was talking. Corey's been talking about born. Ever since I've, I've been with USN, so <laughs> I feel like <laughs> I feel like I, I feel like I know him just as well. So um, I was watching a couple of highlights from him. You know, he makes some, makes some really nice grabs um, on third down, and um, he's physical too. So um, I, I, li- I like the pickup. Hopefully, Adam make it stay with us. We'll see what happens. And um, you know, he could I could be a leader for those young guys that we have in that group. And you know, he, he could make plays. He could show them what to do. Show them the ropes. Show them everything, and we move on. Yeah, and and you know I, I think we'll round out the Patriot talk with this. I think it's been established that uh, both me and you uh, we'll go to Corey one more time before I get into this. I like Aguilar; he wants to win. We talk about the Patriot way and the way he want when as teammates in Vegas is exactly what we want. Listen, if you if you're gonna play for the Patriots, you're gonna have to buy in anyway. So it's good that it's good that he already expects it. So uh, I'm happy about that. Like I said, these two wide receivers are probably the best. Wide receivers the Patriots have had in the last two years, so I will gladly accept it. New England, they don't go for number one guys. The last real true number one wide receiver was was Randy Moss. I mean, he's you know he's one of the greatest of all time. So because because Bill 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 and McDaniel, their philosophy is you know don't force feed one guy because sometimes you could you could develop bad habits and you could turn the ball over if you make the right read, make the right passes to the guys that are supposed to be open, then you can move the ball down the field. People call it people call it dink and dunk, but it's just you just got to make the right plays. I mean, everybody, everybody's not Mahomes. Everybody's not going to you know launch a seventy yarder, or Josh Allen launch a sixty five yarder to you know Tyreek Hill and Stephon Diggs. You know you got to find certain ways to get open, and um, this is that's that's this is going to be our identity. Run, run, run the ball, play action. Get the you know Cam's going to roll out the pocket, make some simple throws. He's going to put like I said, they're going to put him in positions to succeed. They're not going to have him. Size large in the Allen jersey. Right, listen. <laughs> listen, man. Listen, man. Like I said, like I was saying, bro. We we here, man. We here. I had that one year. It was a good year. And like I said, we we right here, bro. You know, we're not going nowhere. We're not going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think I think it's been established. Me and you are definitely not the the biggest Cam cheerleaders in the world. So I'll say this: I gave Cam flack last year. Uh, and he had nothing really to work with. He, I will easily admit that because, you know, I kind of used the same thing for Brady two years ago when people were trying to say he was bad. So 
the time now the excuses are done for me at least. I mean, I I, I think they should be for everybody else. It's the second year under McDaniel's and, and Belichick. You got two good tight ends. You have two solid receivers now. Uh, hopefully Edelman's back healthy. Yeah, uh, you know you, you know your running backs by now. The the defense is going to do what they have to do to try to keep you in game. So you're going to have to have more than eight <laughs> eight passing touchdowns this year, Cam. Like. I, and I truly am rooting for him because, like I said, Patriots fan all the way. So I'm hoping that he does well. But if if I got to hear excuses this year, I'm really going to go off the deep end because last year you can have them. This year, I think every I think everything is on Cam, and that's why I, I like I said, I've never been a Cam believer, so I'm not getting overly excited. Like if we did this and Brady was still the quarterback, you you wouldn't be able to shut me up right now. Like I'd be, I'd be chatting. So <laughs> it's definitely interesting. But CJ, you got anything on Cam before we moving on? We moving on over? No excuses. No excuses at all. Uh, make the make the right passes. Minimize the turnovers. Understand the COVID. You know, I feel like you know they. And he was he was right. Uh, I watched the interview. He made he made he made some he made some solid, he made some good points. Legit chance for him, and I, like I said earlier, Cam was the best, was at his best with the tight end. And he has two now. It's true, Corey. That's why I said you and Josh have been the Cam, have been the Cam defenders. Um, <laughs> me and CJ been on the attack. So hopefully we'll uh, all unite this upcoming season. Root for Cam, but because you know, I still, no, no excuses. I still, I still see some things where it's like, even with talent. It, you know, it's, it's he, he struggles a little bit. Sometimes pocket awareness. Um, I saw I, that tweet you put out in the noodle arm strike. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's like, you know, there, there's times where it's just he's, you know, running. It's just, I don't know, could that be the first year coming after the shoulder surgery? So, I mean, yeah, this is this is a big this is a big year for him. I mean, if he doesn't play well, you know, he may be, he may be holding the clipboard next, next season. Or, you know, he might just, you know, he might just walk away. Who knows? Um, but... Um, but that, I still feel like Bill is going to draft the quarterback. I don't know where. Um, hopefully, I still feel like we should get a guy in the first round, but we'll, we'll, we'll see. Um, but again, like I said, there's no, there's no excuses for whoever whoever's going to be on the center on the center next season uh, because they have they have the, the weapons. Cam is obviously the best fit right now, and I'm rooting for his success. His success is my favorite team success. So um, if he plays well, that's that's great. So I'm just hopefully he gets it together, learns the playbook, get right. And you know, try to try to make a run in the playoffs. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, we'll move it on from the Patriots. Uh, actually, I lied. No, we won't. Uh, we'll move it on from their free agent moves. But where do you think? Uh, you know, after all these moves, uh, you know, maybe we, we do this a little quick. Where, where are you ranking them right now in the AFC? Uh, you know, it's to me. To me, it's it's you know, Kansas City, Baltimore. Buffalo. After that, you know, it's it's a toss up. You don't know. You don't know who else is gonna come out of the woodworks. You don't know what's gonna happen with Indianapolis. Browns had a good season. You know, they could come right back and do the thing and, and get and get get in the playoffs. We'll see. Uh, you know, New England, Miami had had a good season. Chargers might. You know, they got a new head coach, new identity. Herbert in year two, they might make some noise. The Raiders are right there on the cusp. So, you know, it, you know, it's just it's, it's I feel like we got a shot, we got a shot to be one of those seven teams. Um, and 
looking at look at I was looking we don't have the schedule, but we know who we're playing, playing the AFC South, playing the NFC South this season. So um, you know, a couple of those teams should be easy wins. Still playing the Jets. I don't think the Jets right now are still in a position to to uh to in the position to be the number one pick next year again, but that's about it. Uh, I mean, they, yeah, I don't think they're in a position to contend right now. Um, depending on what Joe Douglas does going forward, but I still feel like we should, we should definitely be able to get those wins um, against the Jets. Miami is going to be competitive, and Buffalo is going to be competitive. We could split. We could split both of those and get get the get the wins that we're supposed to. I see. I see nine and seven, ten and six. You know, believe it or not, I, I was kind of on the upper end. You know, I've seen a few people say. Say nine and seven. I don't know why. I feel like that's a little disrespectful. Like I feel like it's a little disrespectful. I actually believe it or not. Said eleven and five. I think Bill Bill Bill's good for for four to five wins alone. Just off, <laughs> just off him being the goat, right? You you would agree? I can, I can agree with that. And like I said last year, they're like three weird plays away from from ten and six. So right. that and that was without Hightower, who's the right. quarterback of that defense. I was without Chung, who, you know, might be hurt, but he makes weird plays all the time. Uh, you know, another one that I kind of forgot all about, Marquise Lee sat out as well, another wide receiver coming back. Uh, listen, I don't know. I'm just feeling it. Uh, maybe a nice little 11-5. and five, I, put them, I put them in that Browns category. I think, you know, the elites right now are – I mean, I think the Chiefs are in a thing of their own. Uh, and then you probably go – Bills and, and Ravens. But after that, I think it's jumbled, like you said. And, you know, I put them in that in that Browns. I put them in that I don't know. I put them in that Browns category because I think the Browns are the next best team after that. And I and I think that they're right there. So uh, I, it's gonna be interesting. It's it's gonna be fun. Uh, Lombardi said if BB was not coaching the team last year, they they would have won maybe three games. So I like that, CJ. Exactly. You know, they definitely were lacking talent last year to say to say it nicely. So I'm uh, I'm intrigued. I got like eleven and five. Hopefully that I mean that might be a little you know. Actually, you know what? I think we're both wrong because I think we're going to seven. Are they going to seventeen like real games next year? Um, yeah, I still I have to. I don't think so. I think it's still sixteen. But um, if it is, I got ten and seven. But <laughs> I mean, <laughs> or whatever, whatever it is. But hey, I see, nine, I see nine to ten wins um, because again, Cam, you know, Cam's hot and cold sometimes. It's got to be realistic. It's got to be realistic. So, um, Listen, so I, bring back MVP Cam for us one more time, Cam. One time for the one time, as they say. I'll I'll accept it. I'll accept it. But we'll move <laughs> on. There's <laughs> some other free agent signings around the league. It's magic, baby. He just keeps on chugging along. Keeps on finding new teams to go to. He has now signed with the Washington football team. DJ, what do you think about it? It's a good move. It's a good move for Washington. Uh, smart move. Getting a veteran guy. Very durable. I think that's one of the big differences between him and Alex Smith is, uh, you know, Fitzpatrick plays. Uh, he seems to be a, a great team guy. I haven't heard anyone say anything bad about him. Yes, he's been on a lot of teams. You can look at you can look at that both ways. He, obviously, we know what he is. He's not a franchise guy, but he's a guy that teams you know still want on their team some way somehow. So, hasn't been kicked. Seventeen game schedule sure. this year. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I thought I thought we were moving up up this year because I thought last year they expanded the playoffs and then this year they 
have the expanded playoffs and the extra game. But okay, continue. Perfect. All right, cool. All right, that's 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 better. For, that could be better for us. So, all right, uh, that's another week of shows we got easy money doing. <laughs> Words. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a fact. So, uh, you know, the Washington football team won the division last year. Yes, the division was was you know putrid last year, but I still feel like. That the defense is really good. I feel like they can add one more receiver to to pair up with uh, McLaurin. That's, that would, that would definitely help Logan Thomas play well uh, like, at tight end, transitioning from a quarterback. So you know he's. I feel like he's going to be a, a, a premier target for a guy like Fitzpatrick. Um, and you know if, if they could do that, Antonio Gibson in the backfield, the off the offense could be could be really good. Could be good. You know Fitzpatrick is not. You know he is going to turn the ball over at times. He's he's a gunslinger, but you know right for. Uh, Ryan, uh, Ron Rivera is, is you know, run the ball, play defense. So if he just doesn't make those mistakes and just does, you know, plays the right way in a, in a very winnable division, I just probably only see Dallas right now. I just, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to get out of uh, Daniel Jones. You know, if he can minimize his turnovers, then maybe, maybe they could, they could have, uh, make some noise in that division. But right now I feel like it's, it's between Washington and, and, and Dallas. So. Um, that defense, you know, they got some, they got some dogs over there on that in that front seven. It's going to be tough to stop them. So I like the move. Um, still feel like they also could probably go. Should probably look for a quarterback in the draft. Um, they they have a kind of like a, a mid twenty mid twenty pick. So I doubt they'll trade up. Maybe they'll look in the day two and try to get some guys and try to get a guy and develop him this year. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm I'm a fan of the move. Um, and you know, he's played in like what seven eight divisions now. So he's, he's been everywhere. Played everywhere, to say yeah. the least. He's played everywhere. So I mean, I could see you know uh, they went what seven and nine last year, right? Uh yeah. So I mean, uh, well, he maybe he's good for two two wins. Hey, two wins. What what nine and eight maybe? Yeah, nine and eight. Yeah, that's gonna bro, be. That's gonna, yeah, be so that's gonna weird, that right? sounds so ugly. It sounds weird. We're going to use I can't, bro. Points. No more eight and eight teams. Like, I don't know why they come made on. It. The Cowboys were eight and eight for like four years straight. I don't know why they made it a odd number. I don't know why they did that, bro. It was, it was, I feel like it was fine the way it was, but it's, it's you know that extra week of football money, the NFL just couldn't say no. But come on, you know that exactly, exactly. But yeah, I agree with you. I like this move. Um, you know, what were they going to do otherwise? They were going to go into the season with 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 Henneke as their starting quarterback. I mean, I know they signed him to a contract and he was kind of a good story in the playoffs, but I mean, I don't know if I, if I want him leading my, my franchise uh, uh, for the next couple of years. So, Hey, Fitzmagic gets his one year contract that he's lived off of, made a career out of. Um, <laughs> yeah. Shout out. First of all, shout out Fitzpatrick agent, because that man has been finessing teams since before I was born, it feels like. So Keep shout out Ryan Fitzpatrick agent. If I ever need one, I'm hitting you up. Him or Sam Bradford's agent because Sam Bradford stole money from yeah. the NFL. Heading up Drew Rosenhaus, you know, all, all the yeah. patients. Those are all Drew Rosenhaus clients. <laughs> I, think he, I think I saw yesterday that, like, he, he got, like, $258 million guaranteed with yesterday's contracts. Insane. And you know he's taking five percent of each of those, <laughs> so my man Drew Rosenhaus ain't doing too bad. But yeah, like you said, uh, I, I think Fitzpatrick is good. Um, he's that typical bridge quarterback. You're going to bring him in. He's going to have three good games followed up by two stinkers, a mediocre one, and then he's going to go back to being good. And then he'll finish off the season being terrible. 
it's what he does. Um, but with a defense like that, he, he what you you think you got to put up like 20, 24, 22 points? I mean, I feel like you can be kind of middle of the pack offense. You know, a, a twenty three and a half average per, per you know for the season. And like you said, with that front seven, that can win them a lot of games. So uh, I think that this does a lot for Scary Terry. Uh, he actually has a – God, it's sad. It's a sad day to say that he has a real quarterback when he has Ryan Fitzpatrick. But he has a he has a true quarterback now. It's not Dwayne Haskins. It's not, you know, Alex, Alex, Alex Smith on, on a half a leg. Heineke through this, this guy. Man. So, you know, shout out McLaurin's fantasy stock. Uh, and and you know what? I don't know why. I don't know if he like went under the radar. I don't know if I'm stupid, which is very possible, of course. But I love Antonio Gibson as well, the running back that they have. Um, he, he he's a he kind of played like a dog last year, and that's what you want. You know, you want your running back to be mean, and and he certainly was. And uh, I see a bright future for him as well. So you know, they got some young pieces. Obviously, we said you know the front seven is unbelievable. May, might be the best one in the league. Like, if you look at it, like, total front seven, I mean, I know the Rams had Tampa. Aaron Donald and stuff like that, but you, you look Tampa. at the rest. Tampa Bay. That is also true with Tampa Bay. So, they're up there. I, I would put them top five easily. Yeah, um, for, sure, for sure. So, probably top three. But it's it's a little, it'll be interesting. I think, I think it's nothing crazy. It's nothing, you know, to get excited about. But, it, you know, you're not screaming either. So congratulations, but you 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 said you said it's between Dallas and you know the football team. <laughs> the football team, they gotta get uh, that. Yeah, listen, I, I also need you guys to pick a name. You're killing me with that. We gotta get that together, bro. That's, I think I think they said in in 2022 they were gonna have a name. So they're going another year as football team, and then I think after that they're gonna have another another name, but. You're you all right, CJ. I'm telling you right now, you gotta sell all of your personal belongings and go to the casino and put all of the money on one team to win this division. Who are you rocking with? I'm gonna go with Dallas. I'm gonna go with Dallas. I just feel like um Dak's coming back motivated after he got the bag. They do need to clean up their defense. Their defense was horrendous last year. <laughs> It's terrible. So uh, they got to fix that. You know, they brought in, they brought in Dan Quinn. We talked about that last week. So hopefully he could change some things on that side of the football. But the offense is, is, is stacked. Zeke Zeke has to have a bounce back year. Played terrible last year, um, and they're, they're going to need him. Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy. He has to he has to be a, he has to step up. You know, we he he has a Super Bowl, but he's also known for you know poor game management. Uh, poor situational calls when it matters. So um, it's, it's, a, it's a lot on the line, but I think I'm gonna I'm go with I'm gonna go with the Cowboys. The magic the magic number for the NFC East, or anyways, is not, is nine. So <laughs> last year it was seven. <laughs> so it's like you know I feel like they they could probably get there. They were close. They were in that. They were right there in the you know in 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 that division. Could have could have definitely won a hair there. Dalton, you know, just wasn't dirt. So. I just feel like uh, this year bringing Dak in there, second year in the system, coming back motivated. I think uh, I'll go with them slightly, barely, maybe by a win, win or so. Yeah, I mean, 
It's not like, you know, 13 at three and then the rest of them is like five <laughs> eleven. Like it's not like that. Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna agree with you. I think I you know, I think it is by a little bit of a wider margin. I feel like it's like a three game type of thing. I don't know why. Like I feel like, you know, that with Dak coming back and I'm not even the biggest Dak fan, but I think that he just brings energy to that team and and they, they really thrive off of it. So I think, you know, that obviously fixes it because having whatever quarterbacks they had last year plus Andy Dalton definitely did not work out as we all saw. So with Dak coming back, he kind of stabilizes the franchise. You know, maybe teams aren't focused so much on Zeke. He has a bounce back season. Uh, another year, C.D. Lamb now. Uh, Cooper's still there. Uh, I believe. Their tight end got hurt like the beginning of the season as well, so I'm sure that he'll be back. Uh, Blake Jarwin, I believe it is. Jarwin. So, so yeah, like you said, they have to fix the defense. Their defense is god awful. Like it's actually sad to watch. But you know, maybe the offense takes a little bit of pressure off of them. But I think uh, if I'm selling the house, I'm 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 going with the with the Cowboys as well as much as it pains me. But we'll move on as well. Drew Brees, you mentioned him before we were doing our top five quarterback list. He called it a career. What do you, you know, uh, what do you think of the career? Because, you know, when I when I look back on it, and I think that we're all such a prisoner of the moment, which sucks for Drew Brees because, you know, his last game goes out, throws five interceptions, loses to Brady, who he's been compared to his entire career, basically. And then if he wasn't compared to Brady, he was being compared to Peyton Manning. So it's definitely been a, you know what? I'm going to make this comparison for my, for my music people out there. I feel like, and even if you don't like him, you might agree with me. And tell me how you feel about the CGI. I'm going to say that Breeze is kind of like Kid Cudi. You want to know why? Because I feel like he's very good. Love me some Kid Cudi. But Kid Cudi, you know, was putting out bangers at the end of Prime Kanye and the beginning of Prime Drake. So he never got his fair chance in the spotlight. That's a good point. That's a good point. I like that comp. I like that yeah, comp. You know what? I try. I try. All my Kid Cudi fans out there, I appreciate you. Man is underrated as all hell. But I'll continue with Drew Brees. Uh, you know, obviously did a lot for that city after Katrina. Uh, kind of an incredible story as he is anyway, you know. Uh, playing with the Chargers, has that shoulder injury. The Dolphins literally failed him on a physical he was told that he wasn't gonna. He had like a nine percent chance or something like that to play football again. Goes over to the Saints because they need a quarterback. Links up with Sean Payton, and as they always say, the rest is history. So, you know, he called it a career. Like I said, it, it sucks because we're prisoner of the moment people. That he goes out, you know, like that in his last game. I was kind of hoping he he came back for one last drive because I just didn't want him to go out like that. Um, but yeah, heck of a career. I mean, he leads the NFL in basically everything when it comes to passing. Uh, I believe he's second in yards. He has, oh, no, he's first in yards. He's second in touchdowns. Uh, he had, you know, five 5,000 yard passing seasons. I think there's only been 11 in the NFL total. I think he's had, you know, three out of the top five completion percentage seasons as well. So you start looking at Drew Brees compared to other people, and he honestly might be underrated. I feel like we never gave Drew Brees the love that he actually deserves. Oh, we always put him up there, but I never thought, you know, people were saying he was like a top five in the league. Or he was never like a top three person in the league. I feel like people never said. And I almost feel like that's a little bit of a little bit of disrespect. Uh, 
And, you know, we always talk about Brady and rightfully so about not being able or not having weapons his career. I mean, you look back at Drew Brees. Besides Michael Thomas these past few years, and that's the end of Drew Brees' career, uh, certainly not his prime, who did he have? Uh, Jimmy Graham. Yeah, Marquise Colston. Colston right. for, for a minute. But I feel like I feel like that's a Brady situation where he made Marquise Colston a lot better than he actually was. And then we saw what Jimmy Graham did when he lo- when he left the Saints as well. That man was definitely definitely not what people expected. I mean, when he was on the Saints, everybody was saying he might be better than Gronk. He leaves the Saints, and then all of a sudden, we don't even know who he is. So I don't think it's it's on the same level. I think he's in the ballpark though of doing a lot with with not the greatest talent you've ever seen. I mean, you look at Peyton Manning had Marvin Harrison, Reggie Wayne. So, I mean, you look at Steve Young and Joe Montana with, with Jerry. Uh, Troy Aikman had Michael Irvin, obviously. So you look at all these all-time great quarterbacks. They've all had basically all-time great receivers. And, you know, I, I don't think Drew is, is ever going to be able to say, yeah, I had an all-time great besides Michael Thomas, maybe. And the jury's still out on Slap Boy. <laughs> well, what do you think about Drew's career? Definitely uh, one of the best. Like you said, his story is just, and also, I mean, talk about one of the, his height too, you know, probably five, five eleven, six foot, uh, being able to throw, throw over those big offensive linemen, uh, one of the most accurate quarterbacks of all time. Uh, just for like, you know, his shoulder should have been done. That week 17, you know, he, you know, blew his shoulder up at week 17, like the last game of the season <laughs> when he was on the Chargers. Everybody doubted him out. Everybody doubted him except, you know, the Saints. They believed in him and just had a, a crazy, just phenomenal Hall of Fame career. And, again, you know, he paved the way for guys like Kyler Murray, guys like Russell Wilson, uh, you know, some some of these other, Baker. I mean, he's not Baker, in the same ballpark, but Baker Mayfield as well. Yeah, some of these younger, some of these smaller guys that, um, you know, maybe you know, 10, 10, 12 years ago, people probably would have just cast it off as just, you know, oh, just you know, nobody. Even Russell Wilson went in the third round. So that's how much I, that's how much I thought about thought about him when he came out. He had a phenomenal college career. So um, he's you know, Katrina, like you said, you know, all the all the him giving back everything he's done. You know, for that city, for that state. So uh, he's just, you know, ultimate, ultimate pro. And uh, you know, yeah, yeah, and it, it didn't end great. You know, they had they had some some opportunities the last couple of years to, to you know try to try to get another ring, but it just it just wasn't in the cards for them. But still a Hall of Fame career, and uh, you know he's going to be in Ken, you know, for for eternity. What a, what a tough way to end that career, though. You know, not only the last game, but the last few years, the no call against the Rams. I mean, the, the Minnesota miracle. I mean, I mean, oh, you got a heartbreak after a heartbreak. So he probably should have been back to another Super Bowl. The ball definitely didn't bounce the Saints way, especially in that Rams game. I still cannot believe that play. But, hey, we'll move it on from there because Drew Brees is gone. He is. Jameis has been re-signed. Taysom Hill got that extension even though it's literally all fake money so it's kind of a it's kind of a qb controversy right now which is kind of crazy to say uh and saints fans i'm sorry i know you might not have liked drew late in the season but the fact that you're going from drew Brees uh to Jameis winston or Taysom hill i'll say a prayer for you real quick but 
Who do you think ends up being the quarterback, you know, week one? Oh, Jameis. Oh, Jameis. Um, got the new LASIK, so I guess he can see now. And he ain't 30 <laughs> for 30. He's 20 for 20 now. 20 for 20. Yeah, um, I mean, he has a lot to prove. He has a lot to prove. Um, and this is a big opportunity for him. Big opportunity. Look at a guy like Mariota. Mariota, I don't think he might ever get that opportunity to start again, let alone unless it's like an injury or something like that. Um, so, you know, those, those top two guys coming out of that 2015 draft class, he, you know, he, he was supposed to be, you know, the next up, he was supposed to be that guy. We've seen, we've seen flashes at Tampa Bay, um, you know, he's able to push the ball down the field, but it's just about being able to minimize the turnovers. Hopefully having a guy like Sean Payton, one of the best coaches in the NFL can help him minimize those, those, uh, those turnovers if they want a shot in the division in the NFC. So. I think I think Jameis is good. I take some hell. I, th- I just feel like he's a situational uh, quarterback. Um, you know, if he proves me right, if he if he out if he outplays Jameis and gets a starting job, that's great. I feel like there. I feel like he's gonna be he's gonna be in the offense much more than what he was when Drew was there. So we're gonna see a lot more of him. See a lot more trick plays, more trick replays to get him out there. Um, whether he can play receiver, tight end. Um, so, you know, obviously pass the ball too. So. I think um, they're going to be a lot more. They're going to have some more gimmick plays this season, but I think Jameis will be that guy in the center week one next season. Yeah, I agree. Like, I'm I'm not the biggest Jameis fan in the world. Uh, obviously, after the thirty for thirty, and then you know, also had the fumbles as well. So you got to shake that nickname, bro. You got to shake. It's just some people got to shake certain nicknames. Jameis thirty for thirty, Winston, baby. But um, yeah, I feel like if Taysom Hill is the quarterback week one. Something went wrong. Like, I think that's more of an indictment on Jameis not being able to beat out Taysom Hill than Taysom Hill actually being good. Because, I mean, we've seen it. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. Like, listen, don't get me wrong. I'm some fat white kid that talks about football. But, like, <laughs> I I don't see the talent that, every, that the Saints are apparently seeing in Taysom Hill. Like, sure. I don't understand the quarterback talent that they have. I understand the gadget plays in the weird, you know – uh, flea flickers and reverses and things like that because that's fine like that you can be inventive and and have you know a fun offense like that but a week in and out quarterback you know you're building your team around him hell no <laughs> no way you're telling me Taysom Hill is that guy when Drew went down what was the what was their record D- did they win I think I think they might have been like one and two or something like that. I think Taysom got got one of those wins, and then everybody was. That's when everybody, the media started going crazy. Like, oh, is he next up? Is he the is he the guy? Oh my god! Like, See, if if I'm Jameis, the thing that scares me the most is, like, Drew went down, and they didn't trust you enough to start. Like, and he's like an actual NFL quarterback. You know, had he, he, I thought they did go with him at first. No, Taysom started all of the games. I'm pretty sure when when Drew went down. I mean, if I'm wrong, you know, I'll, I'll look it up after the show or something, and I'll gladly admit it. But I'm pretty sure they went Taysom all of those games, which is, like I said, what surprised me. And I think that you know, Jameis came in to play the the Drew Brees role sometimes to like actually be the quarterback under center, and then they would put Taysom out at tight end and stuff, but. If I I don't know, like I said, I think I think if he somehow wins this wins this job, uh Taysom Hill, I mean, wins this job, it says a lot more about Jameis not just not being good than Taysom Hill actually having talent. I, I mean, do you, 
am I crazy in saying that? Or, or no, you're right. You're right. Like I said, coming from where James came from, early in his career, supposed to be a franchise quarterback, and then you go from, you know, <laughs> being a backup to to Taysom Hill, who again, like I said, you know, he's he's good for what he does, but uh, maybe maybe he's you know maybe that's something to prove, man, and he's gonna show us show us something we haven't seen. But as of right now. I'm a, I'm a rock with Winston, and I think, you know, Sean Payton re-signing him shows that you know, there's going to be some competition. So we'll see who got that dog in them. We'll see what we see with the teammates around um, in, in that Saints locker room, who, who they believe in, training camp and things like that. And that'll ultimately tell who, who they're going to go with going forward. Yeah, and, uh, you know, speaking of Jameis, we'll go to his old team. Uh, you know, we t- we've obviously talked a lot about the Patriots, but – you have to talk about the Bucks offseason as well. You know, a lot of people came in this offseason, myself included, not understanding how they were going to be able to keep a lot of these players, and they have. In fact, they're they're trying to add players. I saw a tweet today that they're in on on James White. Uh, not a surprise there, especially because Brady loved him with his time in New England. But I mean, they re-signed uh, Levante David. They re-signed Shaq Barrett. They tagged Chris Godwin. I mean, they've gotten the. It, it, they re-signed Gronk as well. So they've gotten the important pieces back, I'll say. Because, I mean, you bring back Sue, that's good. Uh, I don't think he's, you know, the Sue of old, but you still because you still have JPP and, and Shaq Bear, so you're you're fine. Yeah, Vita Vey. Uh, yep. Yep, Vita Vey as well. You bring back AB, that's kind of – that's almost overkill uh, in a sense at wide receiver. And then – you know, Leonard Fournette, if they bring him back, which I know that they're making a push to, to bring him back as well. Uh, even if you don't, like we said, you know, before, he they still have Rojo and uh, Keyshawn Vaughn. I know that they signed or they drafted him out of Vanderbilt. So, it, you know, they're good. They, they've kind of re-signed everybody that they really needed to, in my opinion. Like I said, I think everybody else is kind of like a, oh, wow, we got them too <laughs> type of thing. And, you know, a, a little thing to be happy about, but – is is the repeat on the way? You know, I can see it. I can kind of see it. At least them, maybe not winning the Super Bowl again, because like we saw with the Chiefs last year, it is incredibly difficult to actually go back to back. But I mean, you look at the NFC now. I think you can count the Saints out now, in my opinion. Uh, so that's one less team. So your main competition is the Packers, who, of course, they are good, but you know they haven't been able to get it done in the playoffs recently. Uh, there's turmoil in Seattle with, with Russ, and uh, their defense is terrible as well. They lost uh, Shaquille Griffin today to the Jags, so that's another piece missing for them. Uh, I don't know if the Cardinals can compete at that level yet. Uh, a lot of the injuries are coming back for the 49ers, so I think they'll be solid again. The Rams are gonna. The Rams will be good. I think they'll be very good. Uh, obviously, with Matt Stafford now. We don't got to worry about anybody else really in the North because that's the Bears and the Vikings and all that. So they're all good. And then, you know, you go down South. And I think that's the Bucks. you know, an easy division win. So is a repeat possible? I don't see why not. What do you think? Very possible. Very possible. Like you said, got to credit, credit to Jason Light. Did a great job keeping those guys. Also credit to Tom Brady, the most selfless player in NFL history. You know, restructuring is kind of, I mean, I know we talk about Tom a lot, but, I mean, <laughs> Ghost Kings. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, restructuring this contract to free up 19 mil for the squad, I think that ultimately gave them an opportunity to re-sign Shaq, uh, re-sign Gronk, 
and, you know, ex- able to extend Levante David. Now everything else is just filling out the rest of the roster. I feel like AB is going to come back. I mean, I don't see any other team taking a, you know, taking a risk on him right now. Um, obviously, you trust Tom. He has a great relationship with Tom. So uh, I can see them coming back. And also, I feel like it's the right move to bring him back because Godwin and, and Evans do get hurt at times throughout the season. They have little knickknack injuries where they might miss a game or two. So you have a guy like AB there. You know, you, he's a you're number one on most teams still. So um, if he's in there filling in, filling in that role, you're able, to, you're able to get, you know, 10 to 12 catches, a couple tutties. Um, you know, you're going to, you're relying too much. You're asking, that'll be asking a lot on Scotty Miller, Tyler, John, Tyler Johnson to be those guys, if those guys were to get hurt. So I think they're going to bring AB back. If they get James White, I mean, it's just like, it's like, <laughs> like what? I mean, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? That's, that's the Patriots South now. Yeah, You'll West. have AB, Gronk, uh, James White, and, and, and Brady running the offense. I mean, yeah, you can't, I mean, he has, I mean, him, he probably has outside of Gronk, and Adelman probably has the, the top five highest chemistry with Brady. So it's like uh, if they if they were to get him on like a one two year deal, you can't you can't play zone. He could beat man, he could beat these linebackers one on one on wheel routes. It's just not fair. It's not fair. So <laughs> <laughs> it's not fair. So he's a he's a complete mismatch. They have a whole bunch of mismatches out there on offense and on defense. So and then, like I said, they, they got the guy under center that's going to keep them grounded, keep them level-headed, um, not not get too big when, when they, in certain moments. So yes, I see them definitely going back to the bowl and potentially going back to back. Uh, I mean, we see they have the formula to beat the Chiefs. They have the scheme. They had they still have the players there. Um, you know, Kansas City did did sign Joe Thune. That was a smart, really good pickup. That's what they needed to do to you know protect Pat, but. Um, you know, Tom, Thomas, Tom, Bruce Arians, and those those guys, Todd Bowles, Brian Leftwich. Uh, I mean, yeah, if they if they get A B and James White, and it, and if they somehow keep Fournette, it's like, like what like what's See, like what's going me, on? I this think is like this is like I think if K. they get James White, they Fournette's gone. I mean, even still, I mean, no, we, no, see no, James, we see, yeah, I know, I know. See, we've seen what James White does in the playoffs. It's like you're not you're not missing a beat, literally. Yeah, it's like he Super, has three Bowl, Super Bowl. He got three Super Bowls already. <laughs> so it's like it's like it's not even any. Like I said, he has the, the highest chemistry with Brady outside of Grock on the team. So it's just like, so yeah. <laughs> it's it's an embarrassment of riches, as they say. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. It's just. How about this? How about we trade Bill to the Bucks in exchange for the team? And then we just, you know, who's gonna t- be the, who's gonna be our, who's gonna be the coach, McDaniel's? Nah, I'm good. Probably no, but here's the thing, though. I say we trade Bill for the whole team, so then you know we have the offense. We can stick with the Patriots defense. We'll trade Bill for the for the uh, Bucks offense, make them Patriots, so we can be happy again. You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would. Hey, listen, even I'd with say- Josh McDaniels as the quarterback or the quarterback, the head coach. With that defense and offense, we would still have to win some games, right? Uh, I would hope so. I would hope Unless, so. you know, he pulls uh, in other Indianapolis and is like, you know, well, I don't really feel like having this job anymore. So then again, let's be fair here. Bill did pull a fast one over the Jets. This man was the head coach for a full 24 hours. Yeah. Capitalism, man. <laughs> um, um, we. <laughs> 
But speaking of one of those NFC teams, uh, Andy Dalton, baby, the Red Rifle, over to the Bears. Is it is it Clip City for Trubisky? You think? Oh yeah, for sure, for sure, definitely Clip. I mean, they might bring him back again just to compete with Dalton, uh, but he knows the system. They got big old Nicky Foles over there. If, if for the Bears' sake, uh, I would keep all three of those guys because you just don't know. You just don't know what you're gonna get out of you know any of those guys any given Sunday. So uh, push come to shove, we might need a relief relief pitcher. You know, come in and when you know win you a couple quarters. Uh, <laughs> Yo, they might be the first NFL team to be like the Tampa Bay Rays. The Tampa Bay Rays, you know, they 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 don't have starting. They have like two starting pitchers, and then the other the other times they need a pitcher, they go to openers, who's which is a reliever. Who pitches like one or two innings, and then they give it to somebody else who pitches, you know, another two or three. Listen, hey, Bears fans, that might be the way to go. Yeah, that might Listen, be this is what you do. This is what you do. I got you. Ready? You put you put Andy in first. All right. Then I say in the second quarter, you switch it up to Mitch, because <laughs> then you can get some running plays in as well. You can you know do some read options. Then I go back to Andy. In the third quarter. And then you finish the game out, Nick Foles, because we've obviously seen him be clutch at times. Perfect. There you go. Undefeated season. Undefeated. <laughs> there you go right there. I mean, they try to make the, you know, Schefter put the, the tweet out that they, they were really aggressive in trying to get Russell Wilson, but the Seahawks turned it down. So that just goes to show, yeah, they, they, they hung the phone right up. Yeah, so um, – it's just back to square one with Chicago, man. Um, hopefully they figure it out soon. Um, but I think that might be their best bet, man. Just having all three of those guys in there. I mean, it's not like we it's not like we haven't seen a team that hold three quarterbacks before. And I feel like they're they're the team that needs it. <laughs> Bro, you wanna talk about the worst <laughs> consolation prize of all time? Like you were really there for Russell Wilson and you ended up walking away with Andy Dalton. That's like someone walking up to you and saying you want a million dollars, and when you say yes, they hand you five cents. Like, let's be real. <laughs> like, like I, I'm sorry, Andy Dalton, but I mean, come on. Go, going from Russell Wilson to Andy, my, a little tough on the Bears fans' heart. So shout out all you suffering Bears fans out there. I, I made I made my big push for, for Wilson to the Bears. I, I, I tried telling everybody it should be a thing, but it just doesn't happen. Uh, one thing that did happen, though, is Tyrod Taylor going to the Texans. Now, this is, is this gets a little interesting for me because I believe the base salary is like $6 million or something like that. That can money. Yeah, not bad. But with incentives and everything like that, it's going up to like 12 and a half. I don't know if you pay just your backup quarterback – Twelve and a half million dollars. I think this this I think the the Texans are coming to the realization. I think it's happening. Deshaun might not be coming back, people. I think that they're finally realizing. It. I think they're going to give in. Um, this is kind of an insurance policy, to say the least. Uh, just in case he you know decides to sit out games or hold out, whatever you want to say. So it's interesting to me. You know, obviously Tyrod got his job taken last season. Uh, punctured her lung because doctor doesn't know how to give him a shot. And then Justin Herbert comes out and wins rookie of the year. So the man does not have luck right now. Uh, Hey, but listen, for Texans 
fans, you might be in luck because let's just look at the past few teams that Tyrod's been on, right? He was on the Bills. They go out and they get Josh Allen. Then he's on the Chargers. They go out and get Justin Herbert. So maybe you – you all right, Deshaun's gone, but you have Tyrod for one year and then all of a sudden the next best quarterback comes out the next year after that. And then, bam, you goaded again. He was on the Browns, too, and they had Baker. Uh, so. gee, I mean, listen, if Tyrod is like Miracle, bro. Yeah, he's the golden bridge quarter, bridge quarterback. He's, he's the guy, man. I mean, Patriots you know. should have signed him. Damn. Where? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where, right? Wherever he, wherever he goes, they, they seem to find the franchise guys. I feel, I feel for the kid, for real. Yeah, what do you what do you think about Tyrod with that deal? You think it, you think they're finally realizing that that Deshaun's time is up, or you think they're just you know backup quarterback market? Yeah, I mean it's they should they should realize it they should realize it before the draft. There's a thing with Casero Casero's coming from that New England tree. You know they're not gonna they're not gonna report anything about any type of trades or any type of teams that are looking out at, at Watson. So all, all these teams are talking about you know this team and that team are looking for Watson. You won't hear you won't hear from from uh, from Houston because he you know he, he keeps everything on a hush hush. So um, if they were smart, they would try to get try to get this trade done before the draft so they could accumulate as many picks as possible and start the rebuild. It makes it doesn't make sense to try to play you know tug of war with Watson and have him hold out. You don't gain anything. I mean, okay, yeah, yeah, you won't have a great year. I mean, Tyrod, you know, Tyrod's you know. Service will back up probably four and twelve, five and eleven type. I mean, just I mean, and they don't have a lot of talent. I mean, Mark Ingram, Mark Ingram signed there, but you know he's supposed to end his career. So um, it's just it's just different. It's just different. It's just different. So I mean, yeah, they're not gonna have a good pick next year, but we already know you're not gonna have a good pick next year. So why not just trade Watson and have two good picks next who, year? Who but, has their pick next year? Is it the Dolphins still? Yeah, the, yeah, the Dolphins. Yeah, the Dolphins have it for this draft coming up. Yeah, oh. they have the third pick. So it's like you're better off just, just trading Watson, getting as many picks as possible, and just starting the thing over again. I mean, we saw you started over again already. I mean, we yeah, you went through a period where you had Shaw for a little bit. You know, he kind of held it down for a couple of years here and there, made some noise. That's when you had Watt in his prime, so you could kind of, you know, win a little bit. But The Brock uh, Osweiler era. Brock Osweiler. Uh, who else they had? Uh, yeah, they, had they had a multitude of guys, so. Uh, Daniel Danny Savage, Tom Savage, like they oh. had, had a whole bunch of dudes. So um, it's you know just just got to restart. The whole franchise started bad when their first pick was David Carr, and then they, yeah they never protected him. They never put any pieces around him, and then here we are, deja vu. You know, twenty years later, it's the same thing. So um, yeah, just get the picks, start over, start start in the trenches first, then get your quarterback, and then have him on the cheap. And then if that quarterback is the guy, just do that cycle that everybody else is doing. Young quarterback, then you know, pay pay the guys around him until it's time for him to get that second deal. Yeah, it's it's a sad time to be a uh, a Houston fan right now. They lose everybody. I mean, the Astros are cheaters. Watson <laughs> don't want to play there. Harden wore a fat suit to get out. I mean, it's just not a good time. <laughs> it is not a good time to be a Houston fan right now. But it might be a good time to get on the Jacksonville bandwagon real quick. Uh, they obviously have the number one draft pick in this draft. Um, they took, they got Shaquille Barrett, or not Shaquille Barrett, gosh, uh, Shaquille Griffin from the Seahawks. Uh, you know, 
in free agency. I believe he signed today. I think he was like four years, something around there. Yeah. Um, and they also signed Marvin Jones Jr. as well. So the tides could possibly be turning over there in Jacksonville. Urban Meyer, obviously the head coach now. Uh, How do you feel about the Marvin Jones signing? Because, all right, I'm not going to lie here. I tweeted when I saw it. I always mix up Marvin Jones and Kenny Galladay. <laughs> like it always happens. So when he signed there, I was thinking Kenny Galladay in my head until I realized who he actually was. But even with that being said, I still really like it. Um, there's been rumors that DJ Chark might get traded to the to the Ravens for like uh, for oh gosh, who's their tackle? Orlando Brown. For Orlando Brown, you know, maybe you know, uh, throwing some draft picks to the Ravens as well. So there's there's talks about that. If I'm the Jags, after signing Jones, I don't think I do it. Like, don't get me wrong, a, ta- a, a premier tackle would be great. They should do it. You think they should? Well, yeah. I mean, you got to protect Lawrence. Yeah, but I feel like you can get another one in the draft, like because now you could run out with Lawrence, uh, James Robinson. DJ Chark and and Marvin Jones Jr. and then you know find your your lineman talent in the draft or you know maybe sign another guy. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, uh, I think they they have a lot of options. Oh <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. And they I also mean, have a lot of things to fix. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They have a, you know most cap space in the league, and you know the number one pick, so they're in a pretty good spot. Uh, I thought they I thought they try to get Curtis Samuel. Uh, Curtis Samuel was coached by Urban Meyer. Thought it'd be a great fit. He knows the offense. Um, you know, he's very quarterback friendly in terms of the things he does and his versatility on the field. So I think he'd be a great fit with with uh, Trevor Lawrence. That, that may happen soon. We'll see. Uh, I think it's very likely that he may sign with Jacksonville. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I like I like the Marvin Jones move. Got to have some got to have a guy that's proven uh, at the wide receiver position. And he's, you know, he, he's a guy to catch the ball in, in the red zone. Great red zone threat. You know, he could get he gets you 900 to 1,000 yards every single season. And um, if, if Lawrence is that guy, you know, he should, he should have a really solid year. So I like the move. They're obviously not done. He's still got some pieces to, to go. To go. Um, I, think, I think players are probably a little bit hesitant on Jacksonville just because of the direction um, and, and just terms of just how everything is so new and fresh. Urban Meyer is a rookie, rookie head coach in the NFL. They're going to bring a rookie, head, uh, rookie NFL quarterback. So it's just going to – I think players are a little bit reluctant on uh, maybe signing there, signing there right now. But, um, you know, they – they could they could still spend big. I think I think they should do that trade. I think they should do that trade. I think it, I think it works for both both teams. You get a guy that could put stretch the stretch the field and DJ Chart. We always talk about Lamar needing a number needing a number one guy. He could potentially be that. I feel, I feel like he always had the talent. Just the guys in Jacksonville, you know, terrible at throwing the football. So um, Lamar Chark, you got Hollywood right there as well, stretching the field. Who are you going to double? Mark, Mark Andrews, Andrews in, the, in the middle. Exactly, Mark Andrews in the middle. Uh, J.K. Dobbins is a great pass catching uh, running back. So I, I, I like that move for them. I think they should do it. And, and you could be able to protect Trevor Lawrence. You got to have a left tackle. If that offensive line is not intact. You can't have him getting hit like that. We could see Andrew Luck 2.0. Or, you know, Joe Burrow this year. Me me and Josh every single week on Gen Z said that we, we picked against the Bengals at the time and then would also say a quick prayer each episode for, for Joe Burrow. And then he finally got hurt. Like we knew it was coming. It's and crazy. we were so sad about it. But it's crazy. But, you know, speaking of, of, you know, the free agent moves that have been made, there are still some that have not been signed. And, you know, there are some some prominent names out there. So we'll go through some of the names that have not been signed. 
you know, real quick and, and just, you know, get each other's thoughts on it. We'll start off with, you know, his former teammate, uh, Marvin Jones, former teammate, Kenny Galladay. Where do you, I, you know what? A team that's been very quiet. I mean, like mouse in the house quiet, which I'm very surprised about has been the Colts. I thought that they would come out and actually try to do something. I, I think that this, this should be your guy Colts. I think you. This is your T.Y. Hilton replacement. You slide T.Y. over to the number two spot. Um, you get Carson a, a very good weapon. You obviously have Jonathan Taylor. You have one of the best offensive lines. Your defense is solid. I, I would I would sign him right now. Yeah, uh, Ballard is known for being patient during free agency and uh, snagging some moves here and there um, that can help the roster, help the team. I think Kenny, Kenny Galladay would be a great addition to to the Colts. Again, he could, he could go pair up with with uh, Marvin Jones again and go play in Jacksonville. They have the space. Um, can't have enough of the good receivers, and I think that'd be that'd be a great spot. You're you're you know you're not asking. One one of the reasons why Herbert has so much success, you know, he was throwing it to Mike Williams and Keenan Allen, but it wasn't like he was just throwing the no names. So I think those those would be those would be a good spot for him. I, I thought the Jets earlier, but they ended up getting Corey Davis and. Having Mims, I think I like I like that wide receiver duo. I tweeted that out uh, earlier this morning, so um, I like that fit. Um, yeah, Jags, Colts, Ravens um, would 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 be a good fit if they're not able to get that chalk deal. Giants, you know, uh, Daniel Jones hasn't really had a a true number one uh, so far in his career. So if you're able to get get him that, he get able to put you know red zone threat. Not asking too much of Evan, Evan Ingram all the time. Still, the Shepherd could go back to that number two wide receiver route. They got a guy like they just picked up John Ross. You know, he could uh, he could go down the field. He's a good deep threat. That'd be nice a nice fit for them if they want to compete next year. So uh, he, he has he has some options. Yeah, I, I heard he you know I heard he's being very patient right now. Doesn't doesn't want to sign too quick. Just want to make the right move. So I think those I think those moves would be great. The Colts will obviously be the best spot. Yeah, my bad. I was I was reading some things. If you were looking at me, I guess Corey sent it in the chat right now. There's a tweet put out uh, from from Benjamin Al, uh, Albright, I assume. Uh, apparently, there's a lawsuit being filed against Sean Watson. So, I think this is kind of the the smear campaign type of thing right now. Like like Corey said, you know, just reading some of it, it says too many times women have been put up with behavior that we all know. No one should put up with. Should we make excuses for the famous or those who hold special positions? Uh, I don't think so. All people are equal. Uh, I haven't read the whole thing, but definitely something that is going to be something to watch. I'll say that. Uh, at, at least, you know, obviously you gotta you gotta look at all allegations with you know a, a fine tooth comb and make sure that people aren't just coming out and saying things. But right. if these end up being true and i don't even know what the allegations technically are it doesn't really say anything it just says you know should women put up with this so i'm assuming it's actually you know i'm not going to assume i'm not saying i don't because <laughs> i don't i don't want to you know go out go crazy but definitely something to look out you know hopefully by next week there's more information on it we can talk about it then but just something to keep an eye on real quick that i that i just saw pop up on the timeline so thought i would put it out there but it's a uh, crazy crazy times but we'll move on. Curtis Samuel obviously still hasn't signed as well. Another player out there that a lot of people, you know, thought there would be a market for. I don't really see one. I don't know what the market really is for him. So, you know, 
I really like the spot that you said. I didn't even think about it with the Jags. I I, I really do like that. Uh, I'm going to be biased and hopefully so the Patriots can do something, you know, too. Uh, I would really like that. You know, look, looking at other teams, you know, I feel like he fit with the Panthers so well, so I'm kind of surprised that they let him go. But if he decided to go back, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised at that either if they, if they do want him back. So, you know, there's definitely some spots, and I feel like there's a lot of teams that can that can use somebody as ver- as versatile as him. So wouldn't be surprised to see him go to many places. But what do you think the best fit is for him? I like the Jags a lot. I think it would be perfect for him. He knows that he would know that offense. He knows Urban Meyer better than, you know, anybody in the NFL at this point in terms of a player standpoint. So – that would be a good fit. It just depends on the, like 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 you said, this wide receiver market is looking really low right now. Um, so if, if any one of these, maybe one of these contender teams able to snag them on a one-year how, how How we feel about the Jets? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I mean personally, you know, hopefully I hope not. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, if they're able to get him, that's for whoever, whoever be that quarterback next next season, you got, you got Mims, Davis, Samuel. Probably going to draft a running back with that with that late Seattle pick, set setting up for 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 a pretty good offense um, if everything clicks uh, over there in, in New York. So um, I, I like that fit for him as well. Yes, sir. Now we're moving on to Jadavian Clowney. Believe it or not, I feel like I feel like he's just fallen off. Like I don't know what it is. Uh, he he left the Texans alongside JJ Watt and and just kind of went down from there. Uh, he struggled with some injury things. I don't know what his market is, is my problem. So I don't really know the best fit for him. Do you have one in mind? Yeah, I like, I like the Patriots. Again, on a, on a one-year incentive-based deal, um, you know, he, you know, he could play 3-4. He could play 4-3. Uh, you know, just asking him to stop. He could stop the run. He could, you know, get to the quarterback at times. Can't have enough pass rushes, man. Can't have enough pass rushes. Be able to snag him. We saw we saw the we saw the formula to stop at Kansas City. So, you know, if you have those you have those guys up front able to get to the quarterback um, at a successful rate, you know, your your, your victory your victory and winning is, is going to be very high. So, I, I, I like Clowney a lot. Um, still feel like he probably has a lot to prove. He missed out on some money. Could have could have he could have signed some extensions here and there. Uh, he tried to battle himself. All unfortunately got hurt. So I'm pretty sure now I think he's 28. So he still has some time to. You know, try to revitalize career and get another back. Oh, uh, you know they they were in on JJ Watt, so you know now thinking about it, I, I wouldn't mind the Browns. Uh, you know, if they if they were going to spend some some good money on JJ, I, I would I would spend that same money. Uh, Garrett Clowney, Woo, Garrett Clowney. I mean, they got. Uh, I think they still have Olivier Vernon over there as well. So, um. He opted out, right? Is that why he didn't play last year? You know, I'm not positive. So, yeah, because I didn't, I didn't, I didn't even hear his name. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I thought but he, yeah, got, listen, I heard, or he opted out. Those three, that, that that's that's getting up there with you know some of the better, um, excuse me, pass rushes as well. So, I would not mind the Browns. That that would be an interesting fit. Uh, speaking of the Browns in that same division, Juju Smith Schuster still out there. Uh, this is the one that I really like for the for the uh, for the Jags because Juju's kind of a slot receiver, if if I'm correct. I don't think he's the number one, uh, but he's a very solid number two. And I think you have 
a good collection of solid number twos maybe on the Jags if you were to get him. Because I think Chark is a very, very low-end one and a very, very high-end two. Uh, and I think that's what Juju is as well. And then, like I said, they already have uh, Marvin Jones. So I, I really, I would really like to see Juju go to the Jags. I think, I think it'd be a nice fit for him. You know, chill out, relax in Jacksonville, make some, make some TikToks, and make some, make some plays on the field. I like the Giants. Um, I mean, if, if he wants, if he wants to stick it to the Steelers, he can go to the Ravens, uh, and 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 uh, and do do some work there. Uh, I think he has a lot of options. It's just a matter of the price. Um, he's not gonna, he's not gonna get franchise tag Chris Godwin money. Um, so he'll probably he'll probably get, you know, nine to eleven mil. I don't see I don't see him getting that high end, you know, 15, 20 range at at, at wideout. Like you said, yeah, he's like a he's a he's like a low one, high two. So. I see him going to one of those teams, still making an impact. He's still really young. He's only 24. I feel like he's been in the league for so long, but, you know, still not even really in his prime yet as a receiver. So, like we talked about weeks ago, hopefully he can mature, um, you know, and just continue to improve. I feel like he's I – I still feel like he has a lot of potential. I feel like he still can be a number one um, in due process if he just continues to put the work put the work in. Yeah. Uh, I think he's def- – you know, I think it's – in terms of wanting to see where somebody goes, I, I look at him the most. I don't know why it intrigues me because uh, I think the whole Juju's the number one thing was was crafted because A.B. was still there and then obviously saw him drop off. But I don't know. I'm, I'm very eager to see where Juju goes. Uh, another player is Patrick. Actually, you know, we'll round it out with these two because, you know, same position, Patrick Peterson, Richard Sherman. We'll go into both of them. I think Sherman was, was getting interest from – the Colts, I want to say. Saints, I, too. Say, oh, that's what it was. Not the Colts. It was the Saints. That okay. is my bad. I couldn't remember the team. Um, but, yeah, getting some interest from from the Saints. Uh, I haven't really heard too much on the Patrick Peterson front. But, you know, he. I think he's still pretty solid. So, you know, a, a good veteran that you can have come into your locker room. Is that another place that <laughs> I, I hate saying it? I keep going back to the Jags, but they have so much money that they can do it. So is that another is that another place that Pat goes? You know, play alongside Shaquille uh, Shaquille Griffin. You know, try to boost him up. You you put a uh, Richard Sherman opposite of oh god on the Saints. Now I can't think of his name. Lattimore. You put him on the opposite side of Marshawn Lattimore. That's a pretty solid one too. Even though obviously Sherman is not what he was when he was in the Legion of Boom, but. You know, I think they're both solid veterans. I, I would I would pick Peterson over Sherman at this point, obviously. But uh, as far as teams go, I, I like Sherman on the Saints, and I I, I hate like I said, I, I know it's annoying, but I like Pat P on on the Jags. I like it. Sherman on the Saints would be, be a great fit. Obviously, I think both of those guys want to go somewhere where they can win, so they could go to a contender pretty easily and uh, make some noise and and definitely try to. Feel like they still feel like they have some something left in the tank to make some plays and contribute to some winning football. So, uh, I think I think I don't even I don't I'm not I'm not sure I'm not sure teams for them because it's like I feel like they're gonna end up on one of these teams. They're like, oh wow, they picked him up. Okay, they got him on a one year. Okay, cool, cool. Let's see, let's see what they do now. Um, you know, they got they got Patrick Peterson. Where they got Richard Sherman. Okay, cool. So, um, you know, I'm not, I don't I don't know what team right now. 
um, maybe Buffalo, Tennessee. Tennessee, they just lost um, Adoree Jackson. They just cut Malcolm Butler. So I think they may be looking to try to try to get a guy out there uh, at the DB position. So it's very likely they can go get him. Either one of those guys, guys like Xavier Rhodes as well, also on the market. So I'm really interested to see what, what those guys go. Those are some household names. They've been making plays for you know a decade now. So um, uh, I'm excited, bro. I, feel, I still feel like there's still a lot of guys left that that can make some that can make some true impact to some really good teams. Yeah, especially in the wide receiver market. You know, I saw a tweet from Josina Anderson yesterday saying that you know they had she had wide receivers reaching out to her saying that they were kind of you know waiting to see what the market was like because it was slow for them as well. So there are definitely some free agents out there that can still make an impact, you know, to say the least. But we will wrap it up there. Uh, thank the sponsors one more time. So if you're into the betting world, like I always say, go to mybookie, mybookie.ag, and use code USM100. And actually right now, if you do use USM100, make sure you screenshot your deposit, and then you get entered in to a signed David Montgomery jersey giveaway. So make sure you go and check that out. Uh, authenticated and all that, so you don't got to worry. Uh, make sure, like you said, if you like betting, you go over my bookie. They got everything. I think they even have like online casino. So if you want to play some blackjack or something like that, go ahead. Now, RxHemp, RxHemp-USN saves you 10% on your order. I might have to get some for the arm, you know, a little sore from the COVID shot. You know, bless up real quick. But uh, make sure you go check out RX Hem. You know, a little sore from life, a little sore from the gym. Make sure you go and check that out. I know Alex is always talking about RX Hemp. Uh, our store, teespring.com slash store slash unwrapped. Make sure you check it out. Uh, like I said in the beginning of the show, Unwrapped works very, very hard on our designs. Uh, we have gear for the network. And then if you've ever seen an individual show on this network, on this platform, they have merch as well. We have our hard count merch. Uh, you know, Gen Z backstop banter, keeping it blunt, uh, count the bucket, ladies first, fights unwrapped. I mean, it, the list goes on and on and on. So make sure you go and check out that store. I was, I was about to say, do. bro, you can't be going through all them names every every week, man. I mean, nah, I can't. It's, yeah, it's it's, it's it's gonna forget, and then people gonna He's, get upset. So I know. I can't get nobody. I can't have nobody mad at me, bro. Got to group it together, you know. Listen, like I said, if there's a show you've ever watched here. They have merch as well, so go and check it out. And then finally, we're on Patreon, Patreon slash Unwrapped Sports. One dollar, you're supporting the team. Five dollars, we're doing a gift card giveaway. You get 10% off the store I was just talking about. You also get access to our Discord chat where you get to become a, you know, a member of the Unwrapped family, an honorary member, get to talk sports with us all the time, gaming, gambling, whatever you want to talk about, we're there for it, music. And then the $10 tier, you get everything I just said, except the 10% discount goes to 20 and you get entered in to that signed memorabilia giveaway each month. Last month, it was the Keenan Allen jersey. This month, it is David Montgomery. So make sure you go and check that out for some great prizes. But that'll do it. CJ, what you got for everybody before we head on out? Hey, man. Uh, just thank you for everybody for watching. Just keep, keep checking us out, man. We're doing some big things over there. So, uh, Daughter podcast, CJ versus CJ versus the world on PSN on Twitch. Uh, Twitter's right there. Hit me up. Start dropping tweets here and there, talking about NBA, NFL, some maybe some MMA too. So uh, just just keeping it going, man. Just keeping it going. Yes, yeah, sir. I'm gonna need more of those streams, CJ, because I'd be bored at night. 
So I need my I need my late night two a.m. entertainment, bro. <laughs> I be forgetting, bro. Like I just be, I'll be I'll run and I'll be like I just forget the stream. I gotta start making it a habit. Oh no, I'm gonna I'm gonna text you every night one a.m. <laughs> one a.m. Now, yo, I know you I know you want two K. You better hop. You better pull up that stream. <laughs> you crazy. <laughs> but as for me, check me out. I'm kind of all over the place when it comes to unwrapped. Um, <laughs> Whatever, whatever's out. It's mirrored. I hate it. It's so yeah, annoying. Yeah. But um, yeah, Mondays is generational sports. Last week, me and Josh interviewed Trey Wingo. I'm not letting that go for any time soon. It was one of the highlights of me and Josh's uh, you know, time together. So make sure you go check that out. Uh Trey Wingo interview. We have our own YouTube channel now, which is just generational sports as well. We're posting clips from the show on there. So make sure you go subscribe, click on the videos there, drop a like. You know, turn on the notifications as well. You, you don't want to miss out on the on the great content. So Generational Sports is Monday, 7 Eastern. Obviously, this show is Tuesdays. Me and CJ have been talking. We might move the time up to like 9 o'clock instead of 10, you know, for our, for our, you know, East Coast brotherins, you know. Me and CJ both in New York. We ended the shows at 12. I understand. Not everybody can stay up. So we're thinking about moving the time of the show. We will, of course, update everybody when we come to that decision. But as for right now, Tuesdays, 10 Eastern. If not, Tuesdays at 9, every Tuesday, talking about everything football. And then Thursday, backstop banter, everything baseball. Uh, me and Michael talking about everything. The season is so close. Uh, we're breaking down you know, the four remaining teams uh, in the MLB this week that we've done in our 30 and 15 series. So make sure you go and check that out. I think, I think this week is like the Reds. Um, gosh, I can't even remember. I know we're doing the Reds though because that's all Michael talks about. So we're doing the Reds. Jesse will be on. We might have an interview with somebody as well. And then the week after that, we're actually doing our panel with a bunch of people from the baseball uh, department. Make sure you go and check that out. Backstop banter, ten Eastern on Thursdays. The the Twitch Anthony underscore Conover as well. You know, we we affiliate out here. If you got a, if you got an Amazon Prime, and you want to drop a free sub on your boy, I'll accept it. <laughs> I will gladly accept it. So make sure you go check out the Twitch at the underscore Conover. I put all of you know the podcast and everything on there as well. Of course, some Warzone gameplay as well when MLB the show comes out. I will be feeding that as well. Um, Anthony Conover underscore is my Twitter, and then Gen Z Sports for my podcast as well. But CJ. As always, another great episode. Thank you, everybody, for watching. We will see you guys later.